Welcome everyone back to another episode of the Bat Boys. Tim speaking. Sam, how are we doing this week? Tim, uh, we're doing okay. We didn't have the stress of a Valencia match in the last couple yeah. days, so uh, that was something. Um, yeah, doing all right. We're starting to have some really nice weather here in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you and I were just talking about pickleball uh, and uh, your streak, and you were suggesting that no one under 50 could possibly beat you in all of LA. So any contenders out there? Yeah, I mean, and I just want to limit this only to the singles. On the doubles courts, you know, there's 94-year-old ladies that know how to dink it, you know, and and, and they will crush me, right? Yeah. Um, you're not a dink it. You have long legs. You're exactly. agile. You're a heavy hitter. That's right. That's right. Uh, and yeah. you're a bit of a, um, I would say, if you're like, you know, that punch-out game, the boxing game. You're like that one guy who's like tries to trick you with his mind games. That's that's your mm. style. Yeah, a lot of mind games, particularly when I play against you. It's more like psychological dominance is kind of what I the way I think of it. Yeah. Yeah, I crumble. Oh. I crumble. <laughs> Sam uh, was just saying, uh, Sam, we played how many matches now? I would say 150 matches. Yeah, 150. Yeah. Right, around there. Usually like. 40 i don't know 25 every time i visit you and i think i've won i think we've agreed to maybe three yeah i think three i think that's right and the one game that i've won you bet me lunch that you'd win and i was up eight to two yep that's right that's when i made when i proposed the bet yeah and i think i first proposed it when it was like six two and you're like no and then it was seven two and then it was eight two and then i was like the bet is still on the table. I need to still on the table. And and I think and then I it was really close. Like I ended up you got like it ended up being like 10-9. Like I caught up, but then yeah. you finally you finally got it. I know I got that point. I just had to get that point. So many games I've lost not getting that point, Sam. But I don't know. Anyone can you imagine being a bet that you know lunch when you're up seven eight points don't you just want to punch a guy like that unbelievable yeah and and tim this this question of psychology is actually a really nice segue to thinking about valencia wow because we clearly have the talent uh right now it's but it's not about that you know Mm -hmm. it's not about the tactics anymore it's just about whether we have the guts to get enough points to survive in La Liga another season. That's, right. that, that's what I think it's ultimately about um, in these last few weeks and, and what it's been about uh, for the last several weeks. Quite poetic. It, Tim, it, this is to me, uh, you know, you and I were talking a little bit before the podcast. L- listeners, we, we talk, the, the, Tim and I, we both talk a little bit um, to each other not in preparation for the podcast, more just to kind of catch up on our lives. But but we were saying, you know, not this podcast, this is like Will Valencia Survive Part Nine. Part nine, really. And that's what it, that's what really should the podcast should be should be named this week because we've been it feels as if each week now it's just kind of the same theme. Um and it's it's such a pressing theme mm-hmm. that it's really hard I think to go deep into anything, right? Because we're just, we're not really building anything right now. We're just trying to survive and it's yeah. so close. And I swear, Tim, these bottom teams, 
Just keep winning. Hitafe yeah. gets three points. Espanol gets three points. Bordelos it's, getting the W. Uh, yeah, Bordelos yeah, getting a W. It's just, it's really, it's it's very stressful. Right now, we are out of the relegation zone on only because we have beaten Hitafe head-to-head. That's it. That's it, Tim. Yeah, very, very close. Too close. Uh, Sam, you're right, though. You know, we chat maybe five minutes before, maybe 10 minutes, and we're like, what's the story? What's the angle? There's no new angle, tactically, strategically. It's just who wants to show up? And I think that's like, if there is one story, it's indicative of these these youngsters. Uh, who wants it? And I, we might be carried it through the finish line by, you know, youth players, these like 19-year-olds uh, coming on and, and making impact. Alberto Mari and Javi Guerra. And uh, it, it really interesting. It's really just about grit at this point. Sam Villarreal, 32% possession, one shot on target, excluding, I think, the goal that was called back. 200 passes. Uh, new formation, 4-2-3-1, but much of the same. Much of the and same. It was just uh, just surviving. Yeah. Out there. Yeah, and against a very good team. Yeah. Um, And it felt a little bit similar to the Valladolid match a little before and that the first half we just we were really struggling and we yeah. were sort of gr- lucky that it wasn't a worse scoreline to but then the, the second half you know and we we showed a lot more fight in the second half i thought yeah well i would say you know the two things that we struggled with was nico jackson i mean his yeah. pace he Akabi, i thought was like the fastest player in la liga if not top three i think we clocked him but he really struggled with Nico's pace, just over the top balls. Um, and we, we, I think they did what we thought they'd do, sit a little deep, let Preo get the ball and, and just wait for us to chase and develop. So we, we struggled controlling that. And that's really kind of where the goal, the goal came from uh, at first. Uh, nothing special. Uh, yeah. And I think uh, the other big theme was maybe Correa struggling. Uh, I think yeah. he had a few one-on-ones that uh, I thought he was the second fastest player in La Liga, and, and he struggled <laughs> a bit as well. <laughs> but Sam, uh, coming off halftime, uh, Musa getting the halftime sub. What do we yeah, think? Yeah, I didn't like that, Tim, but I thought we needed a change too. Yeah. Well. I, what did you think? Well, I didn't like it either. I didn't. However... Uh, I think it actually was the right move. Yeah. I thought, um, you know, we didn't see a lot from him, but we didn't see a lot from everyone. So I thought, okay, like, where, where is he going with Musa? He didn't see super checked out. I thought maybe it'd be a tactical tweak uh, there. But I think as soon as he came off, I don't know if he's just tired. I think we got the bump um, there. And if you can recall, a lot of our chances happen on the, that right-hand side a little bit. So, again, I think it just it's coming down to who's got the legs, who's got the head for it week in, week out. And if that is a, you know, 18-year-old youth player, like that's the, that's the guy he's playing. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Yep, that's right, Tim. Yeah. So and and th- and this one we're going to be fully we're going to be back to hundred percent. Um, you know, I, I think we should have a full squad for this one against Celta Vigo, Tim. Um, it'll be interesting to see how we line up. I mean, are you really? We've been riding high on some of these real, real young uh, youth players. Are we gonna, are we gonna continue to, to get them minutes in this match, or are we just gonna kind of yeah, rest I, on I our know. big I mean, If you look at the game, uh, and you look at what Javiera provided, yeah, and then when Diego Lopez came on, I'm sorry, we didn't say Diego Lopez came on for Musa. Diego Lopez. Looks fantastic. Uh, yeah, I thought he was great. Tons of pace, and he get, he was going one on one against players that Musa wasn't doing, even when Musa was in a similar position. So I thought he looked really great. Uh, he almost got on the end of that one ball. Uh, it might have been from Javiera. Uh, just missed it far post. So those are the guys kind of making things happen in there. I, I think you you got to reward them for that. So I would see that these these young guys who want to make an impact, I think you, you're going to see it um, at least get considerable minutes into the second half. Sam, uh, before we talk, uh, maybe looking ahead, though, I do want to talk ask you this question. Was it a foul? Was it a foul on Danny Parejo? Yeah. I, look... <laughs> What I was watching it uh, with my girlfriend and she, you know, naively, but rightly asked like, oh, when are they going to, is it, wouldn't that be a foul? Yeah. They re- that guy was just run over. Uh, and I said, you know, it did look like a foul to me. Uh, it looked you- like a foul. And this was the closest we were going to get to our ask of Danny Pereja, which was to, to foul to, we asked him, to have to do the right thing and score three own goals. And he couldn't do that, but he could commit a foul in the box, Tim. Could yeah. do it. He did. And he tried. He did try. He did. Wouldn't call it. He uh he did miss a few free kicks. Uh yeah. and he really skied a corner one time. And I really think, in all seriousness, he did that. Yeah. yeah. The crowd he did that was. for us. He was at La Bo- Bosaria the night before. And the fans were like, please, Danny, for us, just do this. <laughs> He's a legend for us. I, yeah. I, yeah I really miss him again, Tim, really nice if, if we've just gotten one of these PK calls in these games, yeah. uh, I mean, just having like three more points, we're, it's just so close now. I didn't expect Hitafe to win last week um, and Espanol to win too. It's just, it's really, really close now yeah it's it's coming down to the wire yeah it is uh well yeah sam what else from this game anything else sticks out to you the other thing is uh unlucky callback from cavani cavani ran all game i think he barely limped off really unfortunate but great finish from him probably the best chance we've seen him best chance on goal obviously scored but best take on goal we've seen him in four months five months still hasn't yeah. scored four months or so so yeah but generally sam i mean what we want i think we surprised everyone if you go back to any pundit who's calling the Villarreal match i think paco retweeted some guys calling predictions and you know they were calling for 
domination. They're going to get crushed. So huge uh, uh, show from Valencia. Uh, I think we. Yeah, should. and I mean, you are you and I both predicted actually. I think Valencia wins, but I I actually thought you know the way Setien plays. I thought we would do okay. You know that go on. It's just it's too much possession. Yeah. I mean, Setien is does feel as if it's kind of possession without meaning. And I never felt that way without with Gattuso, but but you know, Setien doesn't play like a a football that that terrifies me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially without Gerard, Gerard Moreno. I think we're lucky that he wasn't he wasn't in. But yeah. Yeah, there, you never know when Villarreal can really punish you. It's one of those Whenever I watch them, you just don't know what Villarreal you're going to watch. And sometimes they are just cooking and they are like the talent they have all comes together. And then sometimes like in this match, you just sort of see him disappear a bit and maybe get a little lost in the tactics or whatever they're trying to do. So that's good. Good call. Good call. All right. uh, Before we get to the next match, Sam, a little news around the league. Ooh. Madrid just tied Man City. Eh, not really the league, but just got off that. Did you see this match? I didn't, Tim. I, I forgot that Champions League was this week. That's great. Yeah, really great match. Uh, definitely check it out. Uh, well, if you haven't watched it, then not much to discuss. I do have uh, another comment from our old friend, Ferran Torres. Did you Ooh. see this comment? No. They're the club I'm most fond of in reference to Valencia. Um, hoping for a return to Valencia uh, in the future. What do you think about that? I don't know, Tim. I feel like life has not been very nice to him since he moved to Catalonia. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think life could be harder now without uh, mm-hmm. Luis Enrique as a coach yeah. for for the Spanish national team. I think when your your girlfriend's dad it's no longer doing you favors you're not getting minutes and you're getting whistled by your home team fans yeah and life is tough and fact is is that he's not he's not a finished product yet he he could have been perhaps if he had been playing for valencia the last couple years but he's not a finished product yet and barcelona paid a lot of money for him and barcelona doesn't have a lot of money to spend and i i just think there's a lot of pressure on him, pressure on him that would have been different had he stayed at Valencia. And um, yeah. I think he he kind of made this tough situation for him and he, maybe he has some regret. I'm not sure he's ever he's ever struck me as someone capable of regret. You know, it doesn't quite have mm-hmm. his, it's not quite uh, thoughtful enough for that, Tim. But, but maybe. He's a little maybe. older now. You yeah. know, and all put it in context, he, he was just a kid. I think he was probably ill-advised. I think people in his camp were in his year, giving way too much confidence. That could be it. Uh, but this feels like feelers to me. Yeah. Uh, finding out his, his way home. So, hey, before the match, uh, Barcelona first, Atletico second, Real Madrid in third, Sociedad in fourth. Who's getting that fifth spot, Villarreal or Betis? Uh I'm glad to see Sociedad make uh, make Champions League this year, Tim. I, I really hope, even though I root for La Liga, 
hoping Sevilla does not win the Europa League because I, I would hate to see them mm-hmm. somehow get out of the season with Champions League spot next season. That would be that would be really crushing. So I'm hoping that that uh, that goes away that that they uh, they falter. Um, but yeah, I mean they, they've had quite a Europa League run. Um, I mean La Liga, despite all the calls that La Liga, La Liga is over, um, you have this old Real Madrid team just still plugging away Champions League, and I mean I definitely think they could get past Man City. I I was thinking it's probably unlucky for Real Madrid to face Man City at this stage because I think they could beat Man City maybe a one game uh, final, but a two game two game tie might be harder, but. But I don't know. Now it's just one game. Now it's just one game. All I have to do is win. Yeah. Well, I do think uh, if there's a team to beat Man City, and I, I'm not rooting for Man City, I'm sort of tired of them. Uh, I think it's Madrid. I don't know if Madrid could win the whole thing, I, but I do think they are the team that's uh, positioned to to upset Man City. And it looked really great first half. But, they, man, Madrid just finds a way. You got to watch this match if you haven't seen it. Uh, they just find a way. Uh, so... Yeah, good call on uh, – uh, good take on Sevilla in the, in the Europa League. But here we are. Uh, Sam, and then we also should add – I mean, I just want to – they look fantastic against Real Madrid. So I, I like that team. Uh, David Silva still doing it. Yeah. Real Madrid. Uh, so um, all right, Sam, moving on to Celta Vigo. Celta Vigo is in a little rough shape. Four losses out of the last five games. Red card uh, coming off of Hitafe, probably a little beat up that border loss team. How are we feeling against uh, against Salta Vigo? I I think we're feeling okay. Um, I think they're gonna look for a response, given that they've had a bad run. I I think it's unfortunate that we had this gap between the last the last game and this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to have gotten them. A few days after that red card uh, game against Hetafe, yeah. I can't believe they got a red card against Hetafe and lost. That was really that hurt me. So hopefully, you know, I I love Galicia, Tim. It's one of my favorite areas in Spain. So I'm hoping uh, that Vigo um, treats Valencia in a nice way here um, and 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 takes the loss. But uh, you know, Vigo's not completely clear i mean they have to get a couple more points before the end of the season yeah. uh so that they're at 39 they're only five points ahead of us and you know it's it's close i mean all those the the Valladolid, almeria um gaddies that they're all still still in this uh, this this zone to me of of could be relegated so mm-hmm. celta vigo is maybe the the last team that's not in that for me Feel like they're probably okay um but but yeah they probably they probably want a result so we we gotta we gotta we really gotta get a result this game i i would love to get three points but we gotta get a point yeah gotta get a point i got three points uh reminder too we we uh faced them in september won three nails one of the stronger games i think they got a red card again that match against us uh that was like the castillejo goal uh Marcos oh yeah, scored that. You remember those goals? And then Almeida, yeah, yeah, Almeida yeah, had yeah, that ninety yeah. third minute goal as well. So we look. That was like maybe peak Gattuso uh, moment. That was the Valencia Hitafe five one 
And then we we lose, we go and we beat South Vegas. So right in that like that could two so moment for us before yeah. things fall apart. But uh yeah. Uh so predictions. See, my prediction is going to be it's gonna be one one. Mm. I will I want to call a victory, but I'm calling one one. The Google is saying 30% chance draw, 29% chance Valencia, 42% chance. So did we go? Oof. Oof. Yeah. Uh that's a good, that's a good take. I, I again we haven't had a clean sheet. I feel like a real clean sheet in a while. Um, I'm gonna go two one here. Two one who? Two one Valencia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I that's think we're gonna call. grind out two one wins or two one games for a while. Uh, I will say, I mean, anytime we do play them, I feel like Igospas just causes so much trouble. So we got to make sure he doesn't do anything on us. And um, yeah, Beltran, it, it, strong midfield. I feel like they always give us trouble with that strong midfield, and Igospas always kind of gets in behind us when we have a lot of holes. And I did see a lot of holes against Villarreal. So I imagine they're, they, they could get one on us, but I do think uh, we could come out ahead um, working from this momentum. And and the youngsters, I, I think we're going to see more from these youngsters. Yeah. It is an earlier match, I think, afternoon match. So, yeah. All right, Sam. All right, Tim. Anything else? I think that's it, Tim, but... Uh... Excited for will Valencia get relegated part ten next week? And uh, it's uh, it's good to talk. Really dig it uh, for the stats here. All right, Sam. Until next time, we'll be discussing okay. the win. That's right. Adios, my friend.